0: Welcome to John Wayne Light to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, your guy, your boy, your man, your man, boy, guy, John Wayne. That's right. Here I am in the, in Wayne Manor as I, as I am, as I reside here in Wayne Manor in the light, in the, no, not the library. I'm not, the library is gone. It's been demolished. No, it's been changed over. I am in the studio of evil now in the West wing of a Wayne Manor where I reside <clears throat> and, uh, Wow, it's been a, it's another day. Welcome. Thank you guys for joining me. If I just met you recently at a at a show and you're checking out the podcast, thank you so much. You rule. I appreciate the support. Everyone else, welcome back. You all rule as well. Major main huge crazy shouts out to all my Patreon folks right here at the top. Thank you guys so much for being a part of my Patreon. Everyone who's joined and and been a part for a long time. It is extremely helpful. I thank you so 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 much. Um you guys rule. If you'd like to check out my Patreon page and maybe throw a couple extra bucks your old Uncle Johnny's way, go to patreon.com slash dead. Join one of the tiers. You'll get free stuff every month. And uh, also get access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast every week from my Patreon page where I talk to other artists from around the country and the world even about all the different kind of stuff that's going on uh, with them. And it's very, very cool. So you get access to that for any tier that you join, including the $1 beer club uh, tier, $1 beer club tier there over on my Patreon, check it out, thank you guys so much uh, for the support as always, so, man, this week, wow, you know, I usually record these, I record on Sunday morning, it's like my Sunday morning rituals to get up and record uh, vital, uh, my, my mind is brain, brain dead, I guess, my brain is mind- Vital social issues and stuff is another podcast I do with Christopher Trion every Thursday. Check it out. But every Sunday I get up in the morning and record "John, Wayne Lie to You," uh, just part of my day, so I get the day started and everything. And this is no different, actually, except it's not morning anymore um, because <clears throat> I slept a long time because I was up for two days. Uh, I just got back from New Orleans and I uh, had to sleep some. So uh, we'll talk about all that later on in the in the old uh, update, the old um, uh, you know. Uh, recap of of what I did this weekend. Man, I am out of it. Ho, oh, woo! Give me a slice of this coffee. Slice of it? I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Oh. Okay, so, yes, I was in New Orleans at the Oddities and Curiosities market uh, over the weekend, and I will tell you all about that. But first, uh, you know, this week uh, leading up to, you know, it's I'm ramping up to uh, a lot of travel here coming up. A lot, a lot of travel. And so... This week, I was just—I just really was working on a lot of stuff, very much concentrating on on finishing up my splatter western. I, I'm I'm reaching the end, and uh, I'm I'm you know, barreling toward the end, if you will. So I I expect to actually finish that up this week. Hopefully, that's my goal is to have that first draft done this week, completed, and then uh, move forward from there. Uh, so I was working a lot on writing this week, and also uh, I was uh, doing a lot of. Uh, narration work, voiceover work as well. I uh, spent a lot of time doing that because I really want to wrap up uh, a couple of these ones I got now so I can st- move on to the next ones that I already have lined up. But uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. I, th- I think I talked about it last week. I'm narrating Lucas Mangum and Ryan Harding's uh, Pandemonium, which is an awesome uh, splatter horror uh, wrestling story, <clears throat> which uh, is inspired by uh, the movie Demons. Uh, directed by uh, Bava, what's his name? Mario Bava. Somebody will yell at their podcast machine what his name is, but it's Bava, I know, because um, his dad did movies and he did movies. Anyway, it's if you haven't seen the movie Demons or Demons Two, highly recommend those. Very, very cool, awesome, classic horror horror films. And uh, and this book Pandemonium is is based upon that kind of uh, narrative, but it's all wrestlers. It's a lot of fun. I'm having a blast narrating this book with all the different voices and stuff, but I really wanted to get, you know, I'm really just focusing on getting these things completed so I can get the next one and, uh, and keep this train moving. So I spent a lot of time, many hours recording, um, narration this week. And what, you know, some of these chap, some chapters in, it, you know, as I've done a few of these books now, you know, you, you do chapter by chapter and, you know, you have to upload each chapter individually to the, to the audible site or wherever, And, you know, they make sure the sound's all right or they kick it back. And that's the way I do it. I I do one chapter at a time, upload, make sure it's all good, move to the next one. But some of these chapters, I did a couple chapters in this book that were 55 minutes long. That's like like a whole podcast almost. So that doesn't mean that it took me 55 minutes to record that. That, you know, that's a... There's way I mean it's not just like a, a one take Jake 55 minutes worth of dialogue or reading, you know that doesn't I mean I guess it could happen, but not not to me, not yet, not during Nam of course. but yeah, so when you have something that long, like a, a section that long that you know you have to complete, it takes a while. it's you know, there's a I, I know people there's different ways of doing this. Some people when they're recording audio like that, like narration, if they screw something up, they keep going in that, and they'll do like a, you know, a a snap or a clap. And that, what that does is make a, um, the waveform, uh, that you're looking at on screen while you're recording spike to the top. So you can go back through the waveforms and see exactly where the, you need to do a retake because it'll be that, that big spike in volume from your clap or your snap. Some people do it that way. I do not. I like to, because i'm so in the moment with the characters and stuff that i'm doing i'd rather nail it right then than have to go back and hit those points and get into my that mindset of like oh, okay this part okay this is going on this part okay 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 and deliver it like that i just i just keep I, I stop i go back i do retakes if i don't like the way i did a line or a sentence i'll go back and redo that so it's all like going there and maybe that maybe that takes sounds like it takes a little longer i personally don't think it does, because on the back end of the other way you do it, you're still having to go back and fix stuff so that you're still spending the time to do it. Um, so I don't I don't know how much time that saves with either way. I, I don't care. This is the way I do it. And that's the way I like to do it. So yeah, but these some of these chapters were, like I said, 50 and 55 minutes that I did. And that, that takes, I mean, a minimum, a minimum of two hours per chapter just to record those things. So it was a it was a lot of work, a lot of fun work though. Not nothing that I'm like, oh god, no. I'm like I said, I'm having a blast with this book, and uh, I have been offered another one after this that I'm very excited to do, and we'll talk about that when it is officially announced. But it's extremely exciting for me to do uh, one of the next books I've been offered. So very very cool. Lots of hard work there, lots of writing uh, going on, and uh, and getting ready. Because like I said, you know, I I was I was out of town this weekend, did a show. I'm about to leave for Phoenix on Wednesday. If you're listening to this today, it comes out. So over the 4th of July weekend, I'll be at a mad monster party up there for, uh, in Phoenix for that whole weekend. And I'll come back for a little bit. And then man, it's like a few, I think it's like, I have a two week, maybe a two or three week run, but then I have like a five week run y'all. in at the, at, towards like July through like August end of July through September. Like, it's just like, boom, 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 boom. It is going to be a lot. And, uh, I, you know, I love it. It's what I do. And so, so stay tuned, keep, keep up with me, Uh, you know, any, any, you know, encouragement you want to throw me out the way. Hey, you got, you got this man while I'm all out there. I, you know, I appreciate all that. So uh, just keep an eye on your, on your boy here and make sure he's, he's doing good. Make sure he's doing good, but uh, yeah, I appreciate that. So I'm just getting ready. I've got all this stuff to make sure I keep in my mind straight. I got to make sure I have books. I got to keep book orders coming in because I'm selling every every time I go. It's like ah, I got make okay. I sold that much. Well, that was more than I expected, which is great. But I like I said, and I, and you guys listen to this. If you listen to this podcast for a while, you know I've been talking about the business side of things and of what I do and how I'm not super business savvy. I'm I'm I'm, I'm not an idiot. Well. I mean, that's debatable, but I'm I'm not a complete idiot when it comes to that kind of stuff. It's just not, it doesn't come easy for me, uh, bit like business organization and stuff. And I just don't enjoy it. So because I'm so petulant, <laughs> I have a tendency to be like, ah, fuck this. I don't, I, that's good enough, you know? So I like, I, I need to, again, this will be the billionth time I say it. I need to get better at that. So, um, yeah, so I'm, you know, working my ass off, uh, keeping all this stuff on the track, trying to get it going, because I'm going to be gone uh, for a bit here coming up. But uh, also this weekend, um, this was very... So, okay. So getting into the rest of the week. I, uh, first of all, while I was doing all that stuff, I had to take the old war wagon in for routine maintenance. That's right, my my vehicle. I drive a very, uh, you know, um, affordably priced, reliable Honda Fit. And... Uh, Because I drive like this is the thing, like I drive my car everywhere. Like everywhere. You guys know I just drove to Vegas and then all the way to Pennsylvania from Vegas. I mean, the good thing about about this situation that I have is is not having since I don't have a, you know, any kind of day job and I I, my office is here in my home, the Wayne Manor you know, my office is here in Wayne Manor. I I don't you know, I don't go anywhere in my car except to the gym. Like, there'll be times, there'll be weeks when I don't use my car at all except for the back and forth to the gym four times. You know, that's it. So my car sits, it's not getting everyday wear and tear. I'm not putting miles on it every day at all. It's just like these long stretches of miles I'll, I'll, I'll put on it. So I th- <clears throat> I hope that makes it last long. I mean, I hope that that's better. I, I don't know, since it's not getting used as often and then being sent out on these long trips. Either way, I am very much uh, adamant about keeping it up, like the oil and all this stuff, and uh, rotating the tires because of these long trips. The last thing I want to do is be stuck out somewhere because I was too lazy to get something looked at, or I didn't take it in for maintenance, because, dude, some of these stretches I've talked about, like, especially going west, like, you will be in the desert for miles. Like, there, I one, I only saw one sign, but I probably missed some other ones, because... Or they just didn't tell you, but there are signs when you're driving, like through New Mexico, through Arizona, through Nevada, that say, "Past this point, 65 miles, no services," and that means there's nothing for 65 miles but desert and the road that you're driving through. There's no gas stations. There's no serv. There's nothing. There's nothing, nothing. Uh, no rest stops. No, not a goddamn thing for 65 miles. So the last thing I want to do is break down out there, and then you're just like, oh, I'm in a road on the desert. Like that's that's like something I, I think about sometimes. Like how do you even tell somebody where you are when you're out here? Some of these roads we're driving down, it's like the middle of the night at a two lane freeway through the forest for you know. It's like take this, we're for 47 miles, and you're like, what the fuck is this? You know, I know that the GPS is always cutting you through to the 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 most like uh, you know time saving way to go places, but yeah, the last thing I want to do is get stuck out somewhere. So I'm I'm try to keep up with all the stuff on my car and making sure it's, it's all good. So I made an appointment to take it in, uh, to get the, the oil change tires rotated because that's all covered under my, my package or whatever when I bought the vehicle. So I'm, that's another incentive to go get it done. Cause I've already paid for it. So, um, but they also had a recall on my car, like some fuel pump thing. So I was like, all right, I'll just knock all this out at once, take it in. I took it in at 8am and, uh, you know, guys like, all right, man, here you go. You're doing this. Okay. And I was like, yeah, and I need this, this and this inspection, all this. He's like, all right, we got it. Okay, man, cool. Here, uh, let me get your number and I'll give you a shot when, when we're all done. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to wait here at the dealership. Cause I usually just wait there. I bring my, I bring my laptop and my, my iPad and you know, notebooks and stuff. And I'll just post up in one of those little cubicles that they have, uh, there to sit down. And I was just like, wor- like, a, like I'm working, like it's my office or something. But he's like, Oh man, it's going to take like six to eight hours, dude. I don't think you want to wait here. And I was like, oh, really, that long? He's like, yeah, this, you know, they got to drain the fuel pump, and they got to let everything air out because it's all gas, and then they, you got to do all this other stuff that you want. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. Well, let me see if I can find someone to pick me up. And uh, he's like, all right, cool. So I go sit down, I'm going to get coffee and shit, and I'm like, hmm, who can I, who is available right now? And, you know, of course, first thing comes by, Nick P. So, <clears throat> but the thing is, is Nick P. is, like, not usually a day walker, you know. he's He keeps odd hours. So him being awake at like 8:30 a.m. is a crapshoot, or even like being close to like where he even call, like or like he's gonna get up soon. He may get up then. He might be up then from the night before. He might be up early. He might not be getting up till 4 p.m. I don't know. So I sent I sent him a text, see what see what was up, see if he could come help me out. And after about 30 minutes, I didn't hear back from him. I was like, yeah, I'm probably not gonna hear back from him for a while. That pro- that means he's probably you know pretty zonked out. So I'm like, who can I call right now? You know, it's it's a weekday. It's the morning. I know a lot of, you know, people have jobs that they're at and stuff. And I'm trying to think, like, going through my my phone, like, all my recent texts, and uh, I'm like, wow, all the people that I've texted with, like, in, you know, as I'm scrolling, all these groups of people, like, 90, 95% of them don't even live in the state of Texas. Like, so I have, which is awesome. I have all these friends that I make all over the, the country and stuff, but, and I keep in touch with them, but I'm like, now nobody's going to come from uh, Vegas to pick me up You're at the uh, thing. No one's coming from Pennsylvania to pick me up. So I, uh, I, I did, I did get rescued by, uh, the Monsignor, a, a good buddy of mine, you know, he, his job, uh, he didn't have to be there at the moment. And, uh, I took a shot. I, I, I thought he would probably be busy, but man, he came through in a clutch, came down, picked picked up old Uncle Johnny here, took me home. It was awesome. Uh, and I had to get my car back later. I got a ride up there. It was all good. So, got the car fixed. It was a, long, it was a pretty long day, but I, I, I was also fully prepared, fully prepared to stay at the dealership for that six to eight hour period. I was like, well... Let me see I could I could do this, you know? I'll, I'll sit here and I'll work on stuff till I'm d- tired of it or need a break and then I'll uh, you know, there's stuff around the dealership, you know, it's it's off the freeway, but there were like you know, places around there, there's a restaurant right next to it, there was I could walk back through like to a, you know, liquor store. So there's all kinds of stuff behind it. But I was like, man, I, I could kill this t- time here. They had um it's a Honda dealership, but they had this Porsche 911 parked out front that I guess someone traded in. That was like, used, you know, fucking deal now, whatever. And it was all shined up and cool. I was like, man, I'll, I, that was going to be part of my plan. I was like, well, I'll ask to test drive that. And um, I'll come back and see, you know, maybe you do have a tank, which I can also afford. I'll te- test drive that. Uh, I was just going to kill all kinds of time doing crazy shit. Like, I was like thinking, okay, like, I could test drive this Porsche. And in the test drive, I'll drive it back here through this neighborhood to that liquor store. I'll get a six pack. I'll come back, you know. I was out all these plans that I had. I had. But uh, I didn't have to. So, But I was ready. Very much ready to do it. So, that di- uh, so you know, car's all good. Everything's taken care of. Um, so I ended up having to pay some money for some stuff that needed done that I was not uh, prepared for. But it had to be done. So them's the brakes. Um, which it actually wasn't the brakes. But, you know, anyway. So um, that was all taken care of. The next thing I want to address is, like, you know, I've, I talked about this last week. It's on my website. You know, this past weekend... I was supposed to be at the Houston Horror Film Festival convention f- just for Friday night only with with Death's Head Press, and then that evening I was going to play a gig with uh, the Slow Poisoner, aka Andrew Goldfarb from San Francisco, my buddy, and because uh, he was coming through on tour, so I was going to go from there to there, and then uh, ooh, getting text, and then from there I was leaving to go right to New Orleans, and that was how I was planning all this stuff because I had to be at New Orleans by like 7 a.m. to load in so I, you know, it's getting close to the thing. And, and then all of a sudden we don't have a table on Friday night anymore. I don't know what happened. I, don't, I'm, I wasn't, like I said, this wasn't on mine. This was set up through, through, through my, you know, one of my publishers, said, And I get a call. It's like, now we didn't get the tables not there anymore for us. I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what, I wasn't part of the communication. I wasn't part of the deal with this whole thing. All I know is that, you know, I was told, nope, no table anymore. So I was like, okay, well that sucks. Only because I was hoping to make a couple bucks that night, but I was like, "Well, at least I don't have to rush to get to the gig and all this kind of stuff." So, um, I went. So I just went out to the gig and I played at Super Happy Funland with Andrew Goldfarb. And I've talked about this before. I'm not a huge fan of that place at all. Um, you know, I know it's like a art space and it's you know they do stuff all the time, but man, it is not super can condu- I don't know, man. It's hot as fuck in there uh they you know it's not a real bar necessarily they do one of those like donations for beer type of thing and then the beer that they have is not cold and let me tell you guys this is texas it's houston it's hot i know it's hot everywhere but you know we're known for being hot so it's it's in the triple digits and this place is like a kind of warehousey space area no ac no i mean and it is boiling hot in there. Hotter than it was outside by far. So, I mean, when we got there, I, I was expecting that. And it was fine. I, I was just happy to see uh, to see Andrew and to be able to play with him and to be able to play in general. You know, so I was I was excited for that. And then it ended up being cool because, you know, people came out to, to see the show and and hang out. Christy Whiskey, happy birthday. Shouts out, girl. You know, I love you. She came out with uh, Barb and Elle and some folks to uh, celebrate her birthday and to see me play, and that was amazing. I love you, Christy. I love Christy Whiskey. We know that. Shouts out. And uh, Andrew ripped it up. He played well. No, several other of my friends came out. I wasn't. I was like, whoa, man! All these people came out. That's really cool. And uh, I was excited to play. And when I, you know, it wasn't super late actually. So I, pl- I got up and um, pl- I, I played. Uh, I just was playing by myself because Chris uh, couldn't make this gig, and I just ripped through like. Thirteen songs, pretty much, without even stopping, barely between each one. Um, and actually, there's on my Facebook, uh, there's a video of the show. Christy, thanks again to Christy Whiskey, who took a, a about thirty minute video of my set and posted it. So if you want to check that out, it is up on my Facebook page, John Wayne Communale, um, to see. And uh, we had a great time. It was great, to, uh, great to talk with with Andrew. He's so talented and uh, amazing. He's not just a musician; you know, he's a writer and, an, and a graphic artist. And he's got this new magazine he's doing called Freaky Magazine, and it's like kind of like a throwback to Mad Magazine. And it is awesome. Like I, ch- he, I got an issue while I was there, and have been reading through it. It's very, very cool. I, I highly suggest that. But from there, I was to go and <clears throat> pick Nick P up from his house, and we were going to hit the road to New Orleans. The thing that was like in, you know, our whatever that was kind of in limbo was he had to pick up somebody from the airport um, that night first. And it started like the plane was landing at 1145. So he's like, that's plenty of time. Like, and I said, OK, because we were planning. We need to, I was like, we need to leave by 2 a.m. at the latest. If we leave at 2, that'll get us there by 8. And they don't let anybody load in anymore. After nine thirty, because that's when they're opening the doors to the to the show, to let people in. So I don't like to be rushed. I didn't want to have to run in there. I, I didn't want to cut it any closer than that. So it's like if we can't leave if you leave by two, then you that's it. You know, I have to leave by two. So as we're going throughout the show, he sends me like um, he's sending me text updates, and then the the plane got delayed to like twelve thirty, and I was like fuck, and then. I get after I play and I'm I'm getting ready and packed up, and kind of getting situated and cooling down. Then he get, I get another update that the plane got pushed to 1:45 a.m. when it was landing, and I was like, "Fuck, are you serious?" And he's like, "Yeah, I don't know what's going on. This sucks." So, I uh I thought I was just gonna have to go straight to his house and 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 all that kind of stuff, but I actually got time to go back to my house and take a shower, which was desperately needed. I was I mean, like I said, it was a billion degrees in that place, and you get up and you play it. A show, you're just drenched. Everything was drenched in sweat, which I had prepared for by bringing another T-shirt, and I was just gonna suck it up with my pants, wear the same jeans. That's all right, and just kind of, I brought deodorant. And I was just kind of, you know, take a whore bath in a sink somewhere and, and get get kind of spruced up as best I could before we before we left. But luckily, I get to go home, take a shower, and then I get a hold of Nick, and I'm like, Hey, are you really not? I mean, is this really you? You can't, I can't get you, or you're not gonna be able to go. He's like, I guess not. You know, he's not going to be back, so fuck it. I left, so I took off here by myself at about 1.45 a.m. from Houston and drove to New Orleans, uh, got there like 7.30 in the morning. little Yeah, right about 7.30, between 7.30 and 8. So loaded in and got all my shit up. I've, I've slept nothing, <laughs> no sleep. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the night before, I would actually had a little bit of a late night, too, Hanging out with Nick, I think we went to bed around four, three forty-five a.m. something like that. Yeah, so I was on like no, I was just definitely not uh, very well rested or as rested as I should be. But I get there, and uh, we'll talk all about that later. But it was, uh yeah. So that was my week. It was a lot of craziness, but um, you know, I'm happy to tell you about the show here coming up. But first. I think we should get into our three-card tarot reading of the show. As you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every episode, and uh, I just kind of write down my thoughts, what's going on with me, and what I'm trying to work on or look at or or think about. And, uh, yeah, and I just kind of look at that through the prism of the cards, and then we we discuss it here. So, without further ado, I guess, you know, so on my mind, you know, balance right now. Balance, balance, balance. I got a lot of shit coming up. I need to make sure that my, my my life is balanced out in all aspects while I'm doing all of this stuff so that I don't come unglued or off the tracks or something happens. Um, business acumen, of course. Scheduling. Oh, guys, we talked about it last week. I, I did kind of try to write a schedule, and, and then when I went to implement it, I was like, oh, well, this day I've got to go to the, the body shop. This day I've got this going on already in the middle of the day. So I had all these weird fucking things that would have just thrown the whole schedule off anyway, so I, I'm still looking at it, but as I said at the top of the show, I did I did stay very, very, very busy all week, um, and I, I, I kind of worked out a schedule in my head around the other things I had, so I'm still working on it, guys, but yes, that's not my thing, and, uh, and just continued success, continued growing success, so let's get into what we got here. All right, so first card that we have today, now this is interesting, I got all cup cards today, so cups are uh you know re- represent our, our feelings emotions uh type of situations so um, all cups and uh very interesting and one one uh first card is the only upright card we got the ace of cups so you know with the ace you know aces are are usually positive regardless uh so this is no exception and with the ace of cups it's it's you know it's all about love like we are filled with love right now love is flowing through us we're we're in a place where we're very uh, it's a very uh fluid flowing love through us to to other people we're very in tune with that emotion and that part of us and we're very all about love and loving people right now and and, and sharing that love um it's like th- this is a, like i said this is just like this moment in time this is happening everything's always in flux and changing so while we have this while well, we have this instance uh this moment um you know we need to make sure that we are doing our best to care for other people and 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 sh- express this love that we have for the people around us um you know and and be be open to sharing that um, that emotion and uh and again about flow keep it flowing like you know it's it's it's, it's all in flux but it doesn't mean that our, our love or our intuition has to stop flowing, you know. I mean, maybe the, it gets down to a trickle sometimes if we're having a rough time here and there, but we don't want to stop this flow altogether. We don't have a stop, you know, no love flowing through us at all. It's just that right now this is a prime, prime time. Now we're at like the best time for love flowing through us. So also with this, we're very open to creative our creative uh, side, our creative expression, you know, a lot of things with creativity deal with, you know, our emotions and, and we're interpreting our emotions in a, in a different way through our art. So, of course, you know, when our emotions are high, our love is high, it is a very good time to connect to our creative self and, and get get our juices going and, and, you know, let your imagination fly and and do, do whatever, You use your talent, you know, if you're, you know... But, if you were uh, dabbling with some, you know, cartooning your old cartoons you used to draw as a kid and, you know, you're just kind of back and forth on it. Now's the time. Try it. Try to focus on that. Focus on drawing your cartoon. Focus on learning the the instrument that you kind of know, but, you know, you, you got to get back to it. Those kind of things. You know, this is a good time for that specifically. Um, also looking with our, our relationships, you know, again, this is we this is a great time when we come in contact with new people, new friends, friends. Um, you know new associates or whatever if we're in a project or or a job situation you're you're going to be open you're going to be receptive because you're, we're in this space and people are going to gravitate towards that or be receptive to you because this is going on right now so this is a good time to uh <clears throat> connect with new new friends or or even old friends reconnect and family and all that stuff this is a very good time uh for this also with this card it's it's a, it's a great card for compassion and generosity so you know look look at that you know sometimes we need to realize we need to start doing a little bit more giving than taking and uh, that's something I try to keep in mind a lot while I'm out doing things you know how can I can I help somebody do something can I you know, donate to this do I if I don't have the money can I go give my time like th- those kind of things we need to kind of this is a good time to focus on that you know we have a lot of compassion right now and and it's a great time to reach out and help even if it's on a small level reach out help your neighbor take the trash can out or for them or you know th- those kind of things so it doesn't have to be a huge gesture is what I'm trying to say uh with any of this kind of stuff so that's a great card ace of cups upright next next ca- card we get now this is the five of cups again, all cups reversed. So with the five of cups in the reverse position, it, it it's, could could be because we've, we're going along doing our thing. Everything's going fine, but we, we've hit some unexpected setback in, in that we really did not expect this setback to happen. And it's thrown us off. Not only our, our, our path or our timeline, but it's kind of fucking with us because it, it came out of nowhere. And then you were, everything was going so well. And it's, now difficult to even express to people when you've been like, oh, yeah, it's going great. I'm going to do this. This this is going. This is going. And when it kind of falls off the tracks for a minute, it's hard to say like, oh, yeah, this this suck. This got thrown out, whatever. This is not going to happen because we've hyped it up because, you know, it's been we've been so excited about it. But the thing is we can't, we don't want to hold this stuff in, right? This stuff can eat us up. So we need to f- share this with somebody. Maybe you don't want to go share it with all your group of friends or associates or whatever, but grab someone and just talk to them. Like, yeah, this is it was going really well, but this happened and I, I can get it back on the tracks, but I gotta make sure I do this and this now, and it's gonna take a little extra. That's fine. Don't let it, you know, and then that person more than likely is gonna be like, dude, that's <clears throat> that's not that bad. Listen, you know, you're making a big deal out of it. It could just be that. So it's very important that right now, when we're experiencing a setback, we we talk to someone about it. Um, also, this is a point like we we when this stuff happens, it's real easy to start beating ourselves up about it, right? Blaming ourselves. I'm I'm guilty of that. Um, I'm sure many people are, but we know we want to. We don't want to fall into that, right? We need to be able to forgive ourselves, and we don't want to beat ourselves up, particularly when when there's. Nothing that could have been done. If you have no control over something, it's not it's not helpful, productive to blame yourself. That's just, you know, like throwing more shit on your shit pile. I don't I don't know. Unnecessarily so. So we need to make sure we forgive ourselves. We 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 you know, if if we did make a mistake, own it, forgive ourselves, move on. What did we learn? We're not gonna do that again. Let's get our shit back on the on the on the way let's get back in line let's get this harmony going again and 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 move on whatever happened happened we have to go forward um so you know and when some things like this happen the ace of cups or ace of cups sorry five of cups like reverse like this wants us to remember uh that we've made mistakes in the past think about the things that we've done in the past that that have uh you know maybe Put us on, uh, set us back for a little bit, or or turned out to be the wrong decision. But we learned from it, and that's what we need to remember. We remember what we learned, remember how far we came when that thing happened to get to even where we are now, and realize that whatever happened now, whatever this setback is, you not you can and will get past it because you've done this before. You know, we'd have to remind ourselves sometimes we forget you know, or, or we put those experiences way, way deep in the past because we don't want to think way back in our head. We don't want to think about those. But when we look back and think about what we learned from them, that's what's going to help us move forward from from this setback that we may be experiencing. So, last card. Again, cups. Ten of cups. Reversed. So, with the ten of with the reverse ten of cups, this is more about our relationships right now. Um, something we're... We're looking for slash needing, uh, more balance, more harmony in our relationships. This is, you know, comes from communication most most importantly, and uh, and and being able to share and and talk to our partner or whatever about what we're feeling, or our fr- our friends or family members, whatever whoever this may be. But this is speaking to a relationship or some relationships that we have that are, are damaged. We've disengaged from them. They've disengaged from us. We don't know kind of how to get this back to together. But what we need to do is, is uh, number one, start, start back the beginning with communication and talk about what the expectations of this friendship, relationship, family relationship is to the person, you know, and, and, and what they expect from, from it. And maybe like, look at adjusting our expectations. I talk about that a lot. Or, it could be that you're like well this is i didn't realize that was how you wanted me to be or i didn't know you needed this and you didn't know i needed that maybe we should not be together or we should not be friends or i don't care i are related to you you're we're, we're done you know that that's a possibility and that sucks but this you know sometimes you have to cut these people out of your life in order to get past this stuff you know um, that but you don't have to do that that's just saying like you may find that out but this card also, it wants us to, like I say, we communicate, go back, like look back at what the beginning of the relationship, whatever, try to find some common ground there. What did you do before you started to feel disconnected? What did you do before the falling out that, that made you so excited to, to be with this person and do it, you know, go back to those activities, go back to, you know, talking about how this made you feel back when the, you know, you were, uh, before there was a, um, you know, some rift in, in, in the relationship, and the thing is, it's easier said than done, and something that I struggle with too, is to be able to listen with these things, to these things that someone may be telling you and be understanding, be respectful to what they're saying, and, and be compassionate without going on the defense, you know, or thinking you're being attacked. Um, you know, someone's trying to, to, to share or communicate their feelings about something to you you know, we need to be receptive to that. Even if we don't agree, the last thing we want to do is start screaming or, or, you know, well, you don't know what you're talking about. That just sets everything back and it kind of also proves the other person's point a lot. So, anyway, seek that harmony, get back, you know, start rebuilding the relationship if it's something that, you know, you get, you, you, you want to rebuild, you want to get this connection back, you know, then we need to focus on that and you know look in, inward at ourselves and really be able to look at ourselves and say like what are we doing you know we tend to say like the other person it's their fault they they're like this they're like that and i don't know blah, blah, blah. but what about us what are we doing so we need to look at ourselves and like am i this maybe i could change this about myself maybe i am an asshole you know whatever it is so those are the those are the things we need to look at and make sure that we are communicating with this 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 uh, person that we're uh having a a hard time with our relationship with so there we go. That was a great reading. I think uh, got a lot. I got a lot out of that. That that all kind of flowed in. Uh, a lot of about about communication, about our relationships with people, and and how to keep them on the on the right track. So very cool. Anyway, thank you guys for that listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I did as well. Moving right along, I've got. Uh, I talked earlier about the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast. Um, in which I talk to other artists and stuff that I know that's on my Patreon. So I've been uh, here and there playing uh, excerpts from this week's uh, coming episode. So you can kind of get a feel for my guest and and what they're all about. And then if you want to hear the rest of it, jump on over to Patreon, join a tier, or at the very least, check out uh, what my guest has got going on. So this week, I want to play a little excerpt from a conversation I had with uh, an awesome dude I met up in Chicago a couple of years ago at the... uh, Printers Row Lit Festival. Uh, this guy's a uh, filmmaker and and writer and and screenplay writer as well. Getting all this stuff together. Uh, this uh, awesome guy, Dustin Hendricks. Here's a little bit of our conversation right here.
1: Um, we actually shot a short film the last two days of our honeymoon. <laughs> oh, nice. um, which is funny because we met on a film set. So like, you know, it's it's like to me it's cyclical that we mm. ended up shooting a film on our honeymoon. Um, but I'm actually working on that right now. It's called "See You Next Fall," and it's and a I, stoner.
0: I want, it, it's oh, not. This isn't the, usually the kind of movie that you film on your honeymoon, right? Like, just to get this clear, this is <laughs> uh, this is legitimate. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we just filmed a stoner horror
1: comedy on our on our honeymoon. You know, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, which it kind of actually it started like we were just at the kitchen table one day and we were like joking about you know, it not be funny if we made a film about like this and we were just kind of like, you know, bullshitting. And then we're like, yo, let's do it. And so um, during our honeymoon, the last two days, we got a couple people cause you know, it was still during COVID and stuff. Um, and yeah, a couple people came and helped out and we shot it and I've been working on that. Um, so it's going to be I'm trying to, trying to make it like a, so it's a stoner horror comedy Oh. Um, and I want to have some like trippy psychedelic stuff in it. Um, so and it'll be my first time kind of playing huh. around with that. But, um, and then last year, I think I told you we had started shooting another short film of mine, it was called English Breakfast, and it got halt, the production got halted because of like lockdown and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, with this, with the one that you guys did shoot, the Horror Stoner comedy you were talking about some psychedelic yeah. uh things you mean uh the first time you are you working with this in like in post-production or were you setting up different shots that you oh, were yeah. experimenting with or or what what do you what do you mean oh
1: yeah yeah sorry i should probably go into detail no that's um,
0: cool I, i'm just asking
1: <laughs> that's what i'm here so for. <laughs> oh yeah as, as the host of of your podcast but <laughs> um so the character so i'm i'm in it surprised like i'm the main character and my character he takes shrooms and then he goes for a run and he starts he slowly starts seeing things that may or may not be there and it's it kind of turns into a bad trip yeah so we're in the post-production stage where we're i'm right now i'm getting everything together and then we are going to basically figure out some good visual effects to kind of convey that he's tripping. Yeah. Feel. So we're kind of going to experiment a bit, you know, maybe play around with colors and like um, fading and transitions to like give it, I don't know, almost like a doubling effect is what I'm, I'm hoping for, but that's kind of what we're, what we're looking to do.
0: Right. What, What are you, what software do you use to edit with? Um, so we're
1: using Adobe Premiere, nice. And I'm I've only briefly touched it, but there's uh, After Effects, which we'll probably be using um, for the effects. But Amanda's mm-hmm. going to be doing more of that because I am not a visual effects person. Yeah, I'm usually
0: writer and behind the camera. <laughs> But are you, you're, are you still going to, because we talked a little bit about Adobe shit right before we jumped on the mic. Oh, um, yeah. are, you, are you still like going to, she's going to do like the main shit, but are you going to like kind of still try, you know, test your hand at some of the the stuff as well? Get into it, like see how it works or you're just like, yeah, hey, you do it. Yeah, this is you. <laughs> you just tell her what you want. <laughs> yeah, they're like at the computer and makes it happen.
1: Well, we kind of um, and that's the way that we like we work well together because I'm you know, like I said, I'm usually writer and director. She's editor, videographer. Um, and she does um those type of effects too. So like we'll kind of sit with each other like because I'm doing the rough cut, so I'm putting in you know all the clips, all the audio putting in music, and then she's gonna sit down and we'll take a look at the clips and see like what type of you know effects we can put in. Um, But I'm sure I'll be there, too, because we kind of like it's for me, it's nice to have a person to kind of like bounce stuff off of because I could make something and like, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is good. But I can like show it to her and she can be like, you know, maybe you should make some kind of change. So, like, I find it's helpful to have someone like that. And it's it's great that we're just happy to be married to each other.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, of course. It's always good. Like you get too close to things sometimes and you can't see you know you have to back Mm. up or let somebody else see it that's what like uh you know why nick p and i work so well together except every time we do something he just always says it's bad and bad and bad and bad and it eventually becomes good but he still thinks it's bad so i I don't know how i don't know how well we're (laughs) working together but anyway um yeah I, i was uh i just i was telling you i just got to adobe audition about um i don't know maybe three weeks now i've been fucking with it and i'm more of like a trip my way through something i'm like instruction book mm-hmm. whatever you know i'll find little videos to watch but yeah it took, i had a learning curve with that one too bigger than i thought because i use like GarageBand and pro tools and fucking audacity all the time and i'm like i'm gonna use this okay but there was just certain things that i was like wait what now i gotta i'm putting like effects on tracks and and i'm bouncing and it's not they're not taking. i'm like what the hell is going on and i'm like oh you have to go here and mm. hit this apply button so it applies it to the track when it bounces it i'm an idiot so yeah it's just like that, <laughs> that's that's how i figure out yeah. stuff like that but but uh
1: yeah good yeah sometimes you
0: gotta go. oh
1: yeah like it some you gotta fumble your way through it like um like i'm a firm believer is just you gotta you gotta suck at it you gotta suck at something first before you can get relatively uh good at it um like right now with adobe premiere like i wouldn't say i'm good i'm still like a lot of times i'm like hey amanda how do you how do you do this again but i'm trying to be better at just looking stuff up myself so i'll do a quick google search or i'll pull up youtube um because sometimes that's all it takes you know it's like you know i could i could ask amanda who's sitting right there but i could also take five seconds to look it up myself And like last night, I noticed two clips did not go well together. And I realized it's because one of the clips, I was running in the opposite direction. So Mm -hmm. I needed to figure out how to like flip the image. And I couldn't figure it out. And like, there was a part of me that's like, oh, I'll just ask me. And I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to look it up. And boom, I looked it up. You know, it's kind of like you said, quick, quick apply effect. And then boom, it like flips it. And that's what's, you don't need... You don't really need to, tur- I mean, uh, to I, w- I would say, like, take taking lessons or something to, like, use a product. Not like, anymore. you can totally thought, just, yeah. yeah, just, like, go on YouTube or, you know, I-, I Google everything now. And, like, you can pretty much figure out, like,
0: anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, I just, I do a quick, like, how do I fucking do this and just get a, pull up a YouTube mm-hmm. video. You know, it's like alright, mate, this is my uh, tutorial on how to apply After Effects, you know, some fucking Australian guy, like, this is my... <laughs> There's oh, a track, lot of... This track happens, a lot to, be, happens to be my band, uh, let's hear it, let's play it, alright? Yeah, it sounds pretty good, now, but we gotta, do, you know, like, I'm like, alright, come on, get to the get to the fireworks factory here, dude, but everyone's like, either all these videos that I watch for, like, Adobe Audition or sound editing, either they're Australian or, uh, uh, up at 3 a.m or british mm-hmm. like so Or like yeah. there's a white dude like that's in america but he's like in a basement and i'm looking like he has the time on his screen because he's sharing the screen and i'm like it's just 3 12 a.m what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> what is this like you're making this huge <laughs> video and you're in a basement mm-hmm. i don't So, but but they're helpful so yeah that's
1: oh yeah the- now, It's funny i have noticed because when i look up a lot of tutorial videos for like uh, video production and stuff like that a lot of them like you said i heard like english or i have like australian accents or something um and even a lot of like ga- gaming stuff too i've noticed um so i guess there's a pretty big market out there like in those areas for
0: that kind of stuff yeah, that those the aussies just know how to like bump their videos up in the algorithm so they come up all the time <laughs> it's probably part of their plan to take over <laughs> but that's cool um yeah. so Wow. I never thought about it like that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, see, I think about these things sometimes, you know, but you know, Australian world domination. But uh, speaking of that, when does this, uh, when do you think this is going to be ready to come out or do you guys have a a date that you're shooting for? So um, it, like I
1: said, it's kind of, it's kind of been coming along because originally we were going to release it Halloween last year. And then because it's stoner comedy, I was going to release it on 420. Um, So but kind of the reason it's taken a bit is because I had a guy who was going to be helping with effects and he's about to have a kid. And I was kind of hoping I would hear back um, because he's done some legit stuff like he's done visual effects for like Marvel films and stuff. And like I totally understand like they're about to have a kid and everything. So we're we're kind of just like taking it over at this point. But my goal is to have um, it like mostly done by the end of this month. Um, because we're also planning our next shoot, which is, um, the film I mentioned that we started last year. We finally found out that we are going to be able to finish in August. We finally have shoot dates locked in. Nice. Um, so I'm like super pumped about it. Um, cause this one I wrote in like 20, maybe 2018, 2019. And then we, so 2019, we're finally filming it um oh no we were going to film it in 2019 but then we ran out of time so we we're like oh, all right we'll do it next year so then 2020 we started filming mm. and then it got delayed so now we're finally going to finish it and then i have another film that i'm writing um because i actually am in a writing workshop with a couple people um so right now i'm workshopping a script and i wanted to um actually talk to you about it because it's like i feel like Ooh. the concept would be cool to discuss but yeah the the third film i'm working on it's based on the concept of the back rooms um so i don't know if you're familiar it's it seems like it's more of a, a recent thing but it's like the concept of back rooms or like what they call liminal spaces but um i don't know have you have you heard or like seen that stuff recently uh-huh.
0: I have no idea what that is. Uh, unless you're talking about like the backpage.com or something, but I don't think that's what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> Background. No, no. Sounds I sexy, mean it could be, but what is
0: it?
1: <laughs> I wish. No. So like um I'll I'll just say like so I found a YouTube video like it was like last year and it's backroom images with like creepy music and so and it's literal just backrooms like the back of like some like big office building where you just see a bunch of like blank walls or like hallways. Um, yeah. And it's it's usually dark. And something about the images, like you feel like you've been there before, but you can't like, it's like you, your brain can't quite place it. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's like, it kind of messes with you in that way. Um, yeah. It It can, I don't know, it's like a certain feeling that these images give off. And literally, it could just be like a uh, you know an old Best Buy that's like vacant now, and like you you know picture of the back room. It just conveys this certain like f- like feeling and tone. Um, so I'm uh, the film I'm working on. It's about the back rooms, and I want to try to be able to convey that kind of feeling like in, on film, uh-huh. because I don't feel like it's like I'm sure there are films that have like back rooms esque like moments but this whole film is going to be kind of like based on that concept so yeah i'm go ahead i'm
0: sorry
1: oh no i was gonna say
0: i'm just i'm excited to see uh if i can pull it off So is this like, is this backroom thing like a, a phenomenon type of thing? Like, or is it like a condition? Is there some like name for like some, like the uncanny valley or some shit? Like, is it some, something that make, makes our brains think that? I mean, what's the, what's the deal with that? It's, it is,
1: it's similar to a concept like that where like, like for example, um, when I got my, um my, I think it was my first COVID shot. Um, we were in this big medical office building and it was only being used for the purpose of like g- giving out the vaccine. So like, mm-hmm. um, the, the other side of the building was just completely vacant and it was just this big open space and like these long hallways and it it was like dark mm-hmm. and that's where the bathroom was. So I like, I went to go use the bathroom and I'm just kind of looking around and like, it just has this weird feeling, you know, like you're like i i feel like i shouldn't really be back here like it It doesn't look welcoming um and then a lot of the images i see of like back rooms they just have that like it, i don't know it just kind of gives you that feeling like you've been there before but you can't like place
0: like a weird you're... deja vu type thing or yeah pseudo yeah. deja vu i guess maybe like you that's interesting they don't know what causes it is that is what this youtube is proposing this the youtube video i mean or like uh I'm, and I'm just curious like was this like a slenderman thing or what are do we do, what are we doing here
1: <laughs> yeah like i don't know and that's the thing too because it's not like a you know it's not as far as slenderman goes it's not like a creep Uh-oh. exists it's like it's a thing and it, there's a certain feeling to it um it makes me feel a certain way it makes a lot of people feel a certain way and it's kind of hard to put into words what it yeah. is um, yeah. Did you did you ever see um the movie The Mothman
0: Prophecies? Did I see that one? I don't think so. Or As, uh, if I did, I'd Richard, Richard Gere is in it. it. Maybe I did, but okay. I, I have no memory. But I, okay. I, tell me what it what it what happens. Let's spoil it. So
1: so the um the reason I bring it up is so I actually just watched the movie for the first time, and like in the movie, um Richard Gere, like his wife in it, she sees like this Mothman and they get into a car accident and then all of a sudden she's got like a brain tumor mm-hmm. and then she like shortly after dies and and then 2 years later Richard Gear he like he goes driving at like midnight and he ends up in this random town he doesn't know how he got there everyone in the town is just acting strange and there's just like a lot of strange things happening but like no one really knows what it is mm-hmm. um but basically what it comes down to is that the mothman is this like thing that exists between like realities like it's it'd be like you you flip on a lamp and there's a light like um, I can't really explain too well you know about like the light being there but it's just there you know that's probably a bad example but like it's, it's like, like something like he, that's
0: he, so he exists like between like two realities that 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 are like are running parallel or could this could happen in this reality or this could happen in this reality or are they just like two different dimensions and this is him like act you act he accidentally crosses over when you see him you're fucked or that kind of thing that's
1: that's the thing cuz in the movie they describe him as that he doesn't have a motive like he's he's not like out to get people he's just like there the same way you go outside and you see like the sky like mm-hmm. it's just there you can't really you don't really know why the sky is there but it's just there and that's kind of the idea with like mothman it's like we don't know why he's here he doesn't have a purpose or a motive he's just there um yeah he seems to predict like terrible events because that's kind of what happens in the movie is the mothman is somehow able to like know that tragedies and stuff are about to happen yeah. and so um and kind of tying back to like the backrooms concept or liminal spaces because that's similar it's just kind of like a sp- a space that kind of just exists and Like we kind of
0: just accept it. Okay. There you go. My man, Dustin Hendricks, check him out and, uh, be sure to, uh, check out the rest of the episode over on my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And, um, you can get that and access to all the back episodes. You know, we're, we're, I think almost at 80 episodes of that show now. Plus tons of other stuff I put on the wall. You have access to my Patreon wall. Um, so I try to keep it fun and, and put a lot of stuff out there for you guys. So go on over, check it out. And, uh, and sign up, huh? Why don't you? Anyway, moving along to our story portion of the day. As I said, I will. Uh, went to the Oddities and Curiosities Market in New Orleans um, over the weekend. And uh, it, uh, again, awesome time, and I'm, I'm here to tell you all about it. So here is my official recap of the Oddities and Curiosities Market in New Orleans 2021. Wow. so this past weekend I went to uh, New Orleans as I uh, talked about at the top of the show directly after I played a gig uh, and all that kind of good stuff and and was pretty much on no sleep anyway and then I uh, already was gonna be on no sleep uh, you know and I, I was gonna try to take a little bit of a nap maybe on the way to New Orleans but since uh, Nick ended up not being able to go and I certainly can't be uh, driving and sleeping at the same time so uh, but that's okay. I'm I'm used to you know running on fumes or no sleep for a while. I'm good with that. And uh, so I you know like I said I I get home. So first of all the oddities and curiosities market. <clears throat> this is a, a a one day event that is uh, in in like oh, I forget how many cities maybe like twenty plus cities around the country that they do every year. I uh I I kind of just learned about it actually from uh, Carrie A.K.A. CV Hunt from Grindhouse Press the last time we were at Scares That Care, which was like twenty nineteen, uh, when they had when they had it. Um, of course I'll be there again this year, but she was telling me about the Oddities and Curiosities Market because like they have one in Dayton where she lives and uh she had she had done it and said how how awesome it was and she's like, You gotta you, you would do well there, do these and I heard I'd heard that from a couple other people too. So I was like, all right, let me look check these out. So this was in twenty nineteen. I signed up for three of them that I could still get on and it was like uh the New Orleans one Denver, Colorado, and Portland, Oregon. So I was also working around the schedule I already had. But anyway, then the world stopped and all of those went away. So like I was doing, and I've talked to you guys about I just kept rolling over all of my tables. Just roll it over the next time you have it because I've got to be there. So just keep it going. And that was the case with with these as well. Um, And it's it's kind of like a horror show. It's much more along the lines of a horror con than um, like a pop culture con or a comic con. Uh, so I was very much, you know, felt right at home uh, in there. I wasn't worried about, is my crowd going to be there or anything like that, you know, especially since I'd heard good things. And uh, yeah, so like I said, I left at one thirty a.m. here or, and from Houston and just boogied on out there, showed up uh, at the convention hall, wherever they had this thing, um, you know, around 7.30 loading in. And they. Uh, if you look on my um, social media, my Instagram or, or Facebook, I took a picture of my, my booth after I set it all up, and they gave the dude, gave me two tables, two eight-foot tables they gave me, I don't know why, uh, I guess maybe somebody wasn't showing up, or they had, I don't, I don't know, but I know when I checked in uh, at the thing, I I said, yeah, I'm John Wayne, the lady said, oh, okay, uh, so, here's what we have for you, there's an extra table next to you that no one's at, we were gonna let you have it if you want it, if it's not gonna mess up you, I was like, hell yeah, I want it, so, I, uh, I pushed those two bitches together, and just went on like a, a re, like I was like a sprawl of a uh, setup like I was ooh, like I could be a retail setup expert you know I'm setting up all my books I'm like I'm gonna do this and the records will go here oh and I'm gonna display my prints and t-shirts here it was very very cool uh for something just like not expecting to set up an 18 foot display and just walking in or not 18 16 foot display and like uh you know doing it right there I felt pretty good about it and, I, and it, you know it took me a little over an hour to get everything set up and stuff by myself but I felt I felt good about it. I was like, yeah, this looks good. I'm ready. So I get all set up. Uh, I think it's like 9, 10, like 10 after 9, you know, and they're like, no, 9.30, we're opening the thing. So I go out back to the old car there and uh, smoke old, smoke some old Uncle Grandpappy's medicine. Uncle Grandpappy? Oh, that's a weird thing. Grandpappy's medicine, get nice and good and get my mind straight. I also uh, did crack a beer to slam because, like, I got to get, some I got to get level here because this is no sleep, no fucking anything. We just got to get it started. So <clears throat> I did. Slammed a beer in the car, smoked a bowl, went out uh to my booth and the day started. And when I say the day started, I mean it started like that. They opened that those doors. I I didn't know if I, I usually you can see like the line of people or whatever, but this you couldn't see anything. Here we were like tucked away, you know, we did, I, there was no way to see outside of the rooms we were in, so I didn't know how many people were out there, or what the deal was, but man, people started coming in, and coming in, and coming in, and it was non-stop, it was like, it, it, and this is, a, it's it's interesting, because this is a one-day show, these, these are one-day events, so, you know, there's no like, well, I did okay for today, but tomorrow I'll get them, this is just one day, not only is it one day, it's only seven hours long, that's it, it's seven hours, and you're done, so that's a lot of maybe, you know, you might look at that and be like, Man, that's a lot of pressure. But honestly, I didn't think I, could, I didn't have time to think about it. People were coming up to the table like I, you know, I was grabbing people like I do, you know, hey, how you doing? I write, I write horror novels, and you come over. But people were like just kind of walking up to my display because I think it was so big and just kind of different because what, what, what they had there. Is uh you know of course there's a lot there's several other artists there the like graphic artists that do like uh their their original stuff um that's maybe got like a weird horrory creepy bent to it or or even not just um you know fits into this kind of like oddities type of situation there and then there's there was some was there were there any fan artists there there had to have been I think there was yeah but then the rest of the booths are like. Uh, there was a lot of taxidermy stuff at this one because they actually had a taxidermy class that people signed up for to go to at this event. So there was several taxidermy uh, booths, you know, people just like setting up squirrels in weird positions and moose heads and all that kind of stuff, making it look all creepy. And there were several like some crystal places. Uh, everything was very witchy at, at this place. It was like, you know, one of the, I forget what one of the stores was called or one of the booths, but I thought it was, an interesting name. I was like, what the hell is like six, Witch three and, and, and it's title or it's the catch line or whatever underneath their, their banner was witchy little things for witchy little things or or witchy things for witchy thing. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's, I get it, but that's lazy. (laughs) So that's lazy writing. But, uh, yeah. So stuff like that, like, you know, just books and little kind of, uh, you know, pieces of art, or, you know, kind of things that have, like, a magic connotation to them, uh, it, it was like that, it was like that kind of, kind of thing everywhere, um, I don't think there were any, I'm trying to think, there were any other authors there that I saw, I don't think there were, I really don't, yeah, I don't think there were any other authors, I, I might have had the, the market cornered on that one, literally, because I was on the corner, so, uh, <laughs> so that's the corner of the aisle, so, uh, yeah, it just, it, people came in, and I, I I was, I heard it was a good show. I heard it was going to be a good show. I've heard how busy it is. I I, I had expectations for it to be busy, but I'll, you know, you never know. I don't go in being like, well, I'm going to definitely. This is going to, you know, you gotta, like I say, adjust your expectations, get ready. How is it going to be? Act in the moment. Do your best in that moment to make it the best. And that's what I was oh, planning on doing. But man, people were coming up. People are stopping. They're getting. But I would tell them about the books, and there'd be other people behind them. Or looking down the other side of the table because I had all everything else spread out, and as I'm t- telling this person about different books, they're like, "Oh, I want this one." That you know, because I do a, a deal when you get three at the table, you know, they're twelve a piece or three for thirty, and they're like, "Oh, well, I'll get." Th-. And there's people behind them that I wasn't even talking to yet that were picking up three books from the table, and I, I'll, I'll get these three, you know, and handing them to me, and I was like, "Oh, okay, sure, can I sign them?" You know, so I'm and I'm a one man operation, so I have. You know, I'm trying to go quick, take money and, and sign, and all this stuff, and it was just a whirlwind of activity, and it was amazing. I, uh, I had a great time. I made a new friend, Maris. Shouts out to you, Maris. She is a uh, good friends with my buddy Dakota, who's helping me out with uh, some business stuff as well as being a good friend of mine. And uh, he said, uh, "You got to go see my buddy John Wayne if you're gonna be there." And she did, and she was. She's also an artist, and she wasn't vending at the show but she lives in New Orleans and she came out to check it out and we ended up just hanging out at my booth having a good time you know uh, just uh when she didn't feel like walking around I was like I gotta sit back here I don't care we were drinking beers I was busy as fuck and um, it seemed like the day just flew by like flew by you know when you it'd be like uh, when I used to work at Starbucks back in the day you'd you know some of these some of these stores I worked at were just mega busy. Uh, non stop for hours. And if you get there like at, you know, 7 a.m. to start a shift and it's like jam packed, drive throughout the do- fucking road, lying out the door, and you get behind the bar or get at the cab, whatever you're doing, making drinks, and by, you know, before you know it, because it's just so intensely busy, you're like, oh, it's noon already? Like that kind of thing. So that's what it was for me. I was like, I. First of all, wasn't I wasn't even sure what time it ended, to be quite honest with you. I was like, what? T- I don't know what time this ends, but I'm just going to keep going until they tell me to stop. And uh, and that's what it was. And once it started getting like f- 5.45 and stuff, some people were kind of halfway packing up. And I was like, when does this end? And they're like, six. And I was like, oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, like, you, you know, usually when I go to a con, it's three days. Some of them have been two days. But... Um, but I've never been to like these kind of one day events like this, except for like pop up markets in Houston and and local stuff, and and that's great. This was like on a much grander scale uh, than just a pop up market. I mean, it's a whole event, and it, you know, usually like I said, I have day, I have time, I go off, I have adventures. You know, we go out at night, so shit happens. I have. You know, I could tell you guys all about the wacky shot, wacky trouble we got into. I didn't even have time to get in any wacky trouble, guys. I was just working my ass off, which I guess is for the best. Uh, I sold a ton of books. I uh, was very happy. I, I, like I said, I was kind of bummed that I, I, I didn't get to do uh, the Friday night at the Houston Horror Film Festival uh, convention. Still don't. I don't know what happened with that. But I was kind of expecting to make, you know, some money to have that night and then, you know, make up the rest here at the, at the, uh, oddities market, market, you know, but without that, that one from Friday made a little bit of money from my gig, uh, th- at least, but this, uh, this was nice to have it be very, so successful kind of took the sting a little bit out of not making any money on Friday night from, from the other convention. So very successful here. Um, and after it was done, man, I, I just packed up all my shit by myself, all lonely John Wayne, threw it in the fit and hit the road uh, back to Houston immediately. And I um, I was doing, I mean, it was fine, but I do have to say I was getting, the tiredness was hitting me at, at, at like about the three hour mark. It's only six hours from New Orleans to Houston, five and a half sometimes, you know, depending. So it's not a terribly far drive for at least for me as far as I'm used to driving to places. So it really didn't feel like a long drive, but man was I getting tired. I was getting so so tired to where I stopped uh, even without having to like I, I have a baby bladder sometimes and I, I can just like have to piss all the time. You know, that's fine. I was I stopped a couple of times. I did not even have to take a leak. And I only, only have to get gas once on this trip. Um but I had to get I got coffee, I got a Red Bull, just like anything to slant keep me awake. Or or just give me a little boost to get me through the end there, and uh, I did. I made it home all right. Uh, about 1 o'clock, I think, one a.m. All good. Made it. I was so tired uh, that I had to take a shower. I can't not take a shower after, especially after driving, and being on the road, and I mean, I talked to people all day and shook. Hands. I mean, I was. I have to take a shower, but that's all I did. Took a shower, got into bed, and um, I I didn't get up till. I don't know, close to maybe twelve thirty or one, and I don't ever sleep in, guys. I, I'm up at six a.m. every day. A lot of you know that. Follow me. You see my stories and stuff. But uh, yeah, I just I had to get rest. I had to. You have to recoup that sometimes, especially after stringing a couple days together like that. But I live to fight again. I live to fight another day. And on Wednesday, I will uh, be heading to Phoenix. So uh, I know I'm going to see some of you people out there. Some of you fine folks. And I cannot. Wait and uh, Nick P will be with me, so uh, be sure to you know get out your voodoo password uh documents for him to sign, and it's gonna be great. I do have to say, mad shouts out and thanks to the oddities and curiosities market uh folks that put that on. Um, it I thought it was excellently uh organized and well run and very very cool. And I will be back uh later this year at a couple of them, and I will definitely be signing up for more of those. In the future, very very cool event. If, like I said, this comes to like 20 cities or something like that, so check it out. Go to their website, and if it's coming to your city or somewhere you don't mind driving to, it's worth checking out. If especially if you like that, you know, if you're into that kind of stuff, uh, occultish, you know, uh, art and and that and uh, that whole scene, you need to go because it's 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 uh, gonna be worth your while. So there we go, and I'll sniff into the microphone again. <laughs> All right, there you go. Hey, that's my recap of oddities and curiosities market, 2021 in New Orleans. Yeah, that's another thing. New Orleans is usually, you know, it's usually it is a huge party town. I I did not party at all. I had no no desire to go to the uh, anything after I was done with that. Very very tired. So. If I if I thanks guys for for tuning in to another episode. If I if I just met you recently, or if I, even I met you here at the Oddities Market and you're checking it out, thank you so much. You rule. I appreciate the support, and I appreciate you checking in on me here. Uh, like I said, I'll be in Phoenix this this week uh, coming up, and then hitting the road indefinitely for a while, so be sure to go to johnwayneisdead.com to check out where I'll be on my shows page there. If I'm going to be in your city, please hit me up. Let's have a beer. Let's hang out. Especially if you're going to be at the con I'm at, come to the table, say hi. Uh, it'll be a great time. Um, also, at johnwayneisdead.com on the shop page, you can get any of my books. They're all in stock. Uh, shirts, T-shirts, records, all kinds of stuff. Stickers. Uh, I have my metal uh, iridescent tarot cards there. Uh, tarot card prints, all kinds of stuff, and it all helps me stay alive on the road. So be sure to go to johnwayneisdead.com, to the shop page, and check out what's going on there. And as always, follow me at johnwayneisdead on Instagram and Twitter, and, um, you know, good old John Wayne Communale on my Facebook. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much, and I will see you out there soon.